I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hi. Currently, my my Skype thinks that we're not having a call, so this is... I'm speaking with the ghost of Christmas. So, so I, I hope you're recording this, because my uh, record thing did not initialize. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, good. Uh, um, hey, 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 kid. How's it going? We were both sleepy and not doing so hot last time, but I think tonight... This time, I'm... I'm... I'm full of endorphins. Yeah, you just you just fucking killed it. You just crushed it. <laughs> uh, I have a goblet of egg of homemade eggnog. I just whipped up. Mm. Um, one ounce uh, rum, one ounce bourbon, and two ounces brandy, and then just a bunch of milk and a whole egg and some nutmeg, freshly grated. It's interesting to actually make your own eggnog. Because you taste it and you're like, oh, when you get this from the store, it has like rum flavoring, but you get that flavoring in this by adding rum. <laughs> yeah, for a while I was making, I was it was it was a couple of years ago. It was this the the year I did not go anywhere for Christmas when I stayed in New York for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was making it was like a single serving in a shaker. I would make a single, you know, a cocktail of yes. eggnog that yes. involved like an egg and some cream and some booze, and you shook it all up. Yeah. And that was that was good, except for the one time when the lid came off the shaker. Oh! And oh, it was because I had gotten the recipe. It was for Angostura eggnog. Oh yes, yes. We I talked about this, this ages ago, yeah, where you yeah. you know, pop the little drippy cap off of your Angostura and use the Angostura. Dump that boy in there. Put a shot of Angostura in there. It's quite delicious, oh, but man. it. I I ended up. I think it was when I was trying it with Peychauds, and I ended up just like baptized in pink egg <laughs> i was like oh no that's a that's a good call too because i was like oh i should mess around with the actual liquor i'm putting in here and i was thinking i should add just a little bit of like um like an orange liqueur to get a little bit of a citrus taste in there mm-hmm. too but like orange it, is a Christmassy flavor yeah yeah toast some cardamom seeds and throw those in there too hmm this is this is how my brain works. Where like, I've 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 mastered a very simple skill, and now I'm like, how can I make this unduly complicated? Well, this has been. I discovered that I like making savory muffins. Yes. And and I I also like baking for my coworkers because then I get gratification. Because you go to those two guys and you just squish muffins in their faces, and you're like. I'm the boss now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's been some. There's been some talk in the work slack. About I'm the how, man now, dog. You know, people are like, "Oh, you guys, you two have some competition," and they're like, "I can't believe, I can't believe this. This part timer is coming in, <laughs> flexing, flexing with her muffins." <laughs> so first, I made I made some corn dill muffins. Mm-hmm. Those were good, but then I made these cheddar jalapeno muffins, and they were fucking fantastic. And yeah. I felt good about that because I took I found the recipe and I was like, this seems like I'm not much of a baker, honestly. Mm-hmm. And but I was like, I feel like I could improve upon this recipe. And yeah. I did. Nice. 
it was I, I was like, I'm going to substitute half of the flour for cornmeal, making it a delicious corn muffin. Oh. And take out the sugar because I'm from the south and I don't put sugar in my fucking cornbread. Yeah. Which I I it's just, it's a subject of debate. It's, it's just that it's, it tastes sugary northern cornbread it tastes fine but it doesn't taste like what i think cornbread is yes and it's it's weird to me because um i think that like that's like sugar like really sweet cornbread is always given to me as like oh this is very southern and it's like oh well i mean maybe deeper south that is the no but like where i am from like my grandmother's cornbread was always very like um like like just a tinge of saltiness just very good with butter on it oh yeah no i don't i don't think it gets i don't think you get sugar the i think sugar is specifically a yankee okay thing uh i mean well oh god i i made the mistake one time i ordered uh like uh, a pan of cornbread from fresh direct and i was making chili i was making a banana habanero chili oh boy and it was intriguing, but unfortunately the corn, and I was going to, like, I'm going to put this cornbread, I'm going to have chili over cornbread, but unfortunately it was sweet cornbread. Yeah. And so it was the combination of sweet cornbread with banana. And I was like, yeah. this is dessert. I'm eating you, you a have... weird, I'm eating a weird habanero dessert chili. You have made a pineapple disgusting. upside down cake chili. Yeah. So for, for the things I want cornbread to do, I, it cannot have sugar in it. It is weird. Yeah. But now I have this, I have this muffin recipe, this corn muffin recipe that is now like, it's in my head now. It's very simple. And I feel like I could, I, I'm, I'm like, this is now the canvas on which I will paint my future mm. of different fillings. I'm full of ideas. I'm going to make, I'm, I think I'm going to try one with a sopressata, hot sopressata and uh, sun-dried tomatoes mm. and Parmesan. And like the great thing about that is also like, they're so handy for breakfast Oh, that's, I mean, that's what I did today. I got, Just well, I definitely, a paper towel I made, a, I made a second, I made a second batch. I made a second batch of, of the jalapeno muffins just for me. And I have eaten too many. I did eat too many last night and gave myself a stomach ache. Oh wait, cause they're too <laughs> as spicy. Cause it was like, oh, it's like I've, I've eaten like, just like a whole bunch of pickled, pickled jalapenos. Yeah. I had to have a little bit of Pepto before I could go to bed because <laughs> I had a burny tummy. Aww. But that has not stopped me from eating another three today. Of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, magnificent. Oh, sorry. Mm. Oh, now I'm fading. <laughs> I no, to, I need you. I have to keep this goblet of eggnog going the entire recording because I do have to move a car later on. And as I was adding liquor to this, I was like, I guess I should wait like four hours after drinking this to uh, to go move this car. But um, sure, I mean, it does have a bunch of milk in it, which I feel like kind of yeah, that's does something. I guess maybe. Um, I don't know. I've never I've never had to drive a car. Oh yeah, well, I've driven a car twice. Yes, you can check the wiki. We don't have a show wiki, do we? We do. I don't know about it, oh, but I boy. like making a joke that we do. It would be. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I'd feel awful. Yeah, <laughs> very, very bad. Like I would look at it a lot, and then it feel was, very bad. It was bad enough that time when somebody. Um, oh, when somebody transcribed an episode. Yeah, just thinking like, oh, these could be just words. 
these are just things this could just be words and Um, some and oh boy whoever did it was diligent yeah yeah put put all the ums in there which Mm. was was not expecting that one (laughs) thank you which i don't think is i don't feel is necessary i don't think outside of when you are doing a transcription for a linguistics study yeah yeah that I well, if I recall correctly, that person was German. I don't remember. I just know it was a Nightville fan. And I feel like maybe that's the check. That's check the archives, listeners. If you want to go way back, there was a point when we had one of the guys from Nightville on, <laughs> like three years ago. The crumbling ruins of our once great civilization. But we're doing so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, back like two, three years ago, I was like, I got to get on good guests and we'll get lots of listeners. And now apparently all the, old, the, the thing that the listener was holding us back was, was guests. guests. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I was just like, oh, maybe this is like a long running fiction podcast. And I was like, well, it's just our lives. <laughs> like, like things occur, but they do happen very slowly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, you know. There's, there's stories retold, plots. That, uh... <laughs> oh boy, stories are retold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, this, this is probably the first time we've ever recorded on a Tuesday. Yeah, that is interesting. Maybe Tuesdays is the hot spot. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, no, Saturday is the hot spot, but I That's feel true. you have a life, and I it... feel bad taking your Saturday no. from you. Um. Yeah, I do spend all day mixing this podcast. <laughs> Liar! I don't do that at all. God, lie! <laughs> okay, what's your favorite Christmas carol? Oh, um, uh, 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 God rest you, merry gentlemen. I ooh, good, good call. Yeah. I like um, Good King Wenceslas. Well, I do, I sing a little bit of that for me because I can't pull it up in my head immediately. Okay, I'll sing the first line and. You started. You started yes. this episode by singing, so don't be. Shocked. Oh no, no, no! I meant so that I could pull the lyrics up because they do get a little it's... bonkers. Okay, which is like part of why I like it. Good King Wenceslas was oh, God. Oh, good King Wenceslas <laughs> looked out on the feast, on the of, feast Steve, of Steve when the snow lay round about deep and crisp and even. Something about deep and crisp and even. I like bright moon that night, though the frost was cruel. When a poor man came in sight, gathering winter fuel. This is the Barrett's Privateers of Christmas carols. Yes, there's so many. There, well, not so many, but like the stanzas are very noun heavy. Yeah, <laughs> and like there's a storyline. The whole thing is like Good King Wenceslas brings. Uh, well, it says, bring me flesh and bring me wine, bring me pine logs hither. Thou and I will see him dine when we bear him th- thither. So, like, this king and his page are going to bring all this stuff to this guy's house. But the page is, like, worried he's going to just die. So he, uh, mark mark my footsteps, my good page, tread thou in them boldly. Thou shalt find the winter's rage freeze thy blood less coldly. So, like, he just walks in his steps, and apparently that makes it much better. <laughs> the Wikipedia page for King Wenceslaus is brutal. <laughs> I guess this is like a Polish king. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, or the legend of one. I don't think. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't think uh, ever did this. Uh, so now this is this may be where our small age gap. Did you ever see the California Raisins Christmas special? I did not. <laughs> I did not know the California Raisins. It's a I claymation. Don't think of them as Christmas beings. No, but it's a it's a claymation. It's a it's mostly it's a claymation Christmas special that has the California Raisins in it. And it's fucking great. It's it's weird. It's bananas. When I think back on it, it's like they they talked about this on Stop Podcasting Yourself too. Uh, it's like hosted by two dinosaurs, and 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 one of them has you know very mid Atlantic. He's got that that you know the Boston Brahmin accent that I can't quite do. You know? Yeah, yeah. And these 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 dinosaurs hosting a, a a show of different Christmas carols. And like the Christmas, the, the, the California Raisins singing, um, as a star of wonder, star of night, star of, what, what's that one? Oh. Westward seeding still, died a, a holy night? No, I don't know. No, whatever. Is, is it just star of wonder? So, that can't be it. <sighs> Unfortunately, there's no way to find out. <laughs> we three kings of Orient are. Oh well, yeah, we. That's just we three oh, kings. Oh yeah, it's the it's the middle. <laughs> Star of Wonder is attributed to Tori Amos on Genesis dot com. <laughs> Which sure, um, you can buy the soundtrack to Christmas with the California Raisins. Actually, no. Apparently, according to the comments, this is not this is not the soundtrack to the Claymation Christmas Show. But so it's, it it's, is. It's it's just like a like a Motown. Christmas album yes which is good I mean that's fine I think it's on Amazon Prime Music so I might I might literally stream Christmas with the California Raisins well you should you should pull it's gotta be on YouTube the Christmas special because it's like it's got it's got Carol of the Bells and it's very amusing and it's it's just good it's like one of the things we watched it we like taped it off of TV and I watched it every year and I have very fond like when I think uh, I haven't quite I'm not quite in the Christmas spirit yet. It hasn't mm-hmm. quite kicked in. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it is. I just kind of haven't felt like it. Yeah. But maybe I'll... Now, this is one thing. Thinking about things that Izzy will never experience. Having the tapes that of, like, different specials that your family recorded off of TV and you, that you just watch over and over again... Boy, that hasn't years. been a, that hasn't been a thing for a while. Well, yes, but it was like a childhood thing for us. So I've ever like... told you about the uh, setup we had in my home no. uh, vis-a-vis Saturday morning cartoons. No. Well, I was um, in this respect spoiled, fucking rotten. Um, in that, uh, my dad loved TV, so we had a lot of TVs in the house, and we had three VCRs. Oh my god! So. And uh, this is my my dad always raised us very frugally, so I never thought we had any sort of amount of money. But like, and then I was like, later on, I was like, oh yeah, we did. My dad just didn't act like we did, yeah. <laughs> which is a probably a good way to raise yes, a yes, definitely. family, I guess. Um, and, and so I didn't like to wake up ever. Um, so my mom would program the three VCRs. To record all of the Christmas and uh, all of the uh, Saturday morning cartoons from the all all three networks, <laughs> the eighties. Thank you. 
And uh, then I would spend my Saturday perusing that is them. Incredible. And that's why I got to see things like Alf and Alf Tales. Clams never sang for my father. Oh my god. Alf I mean, the animated series. The, the fact that your mother knew how to program a VCR is in and of itself incredible. I feel like once you got the hang of it, it wasn't that hard. I mean, uh, my dad would record uh, Ren and Stimpy for us because it came on before we woke up. It came on at like 5 a.m. on Sundays. Yeah, they were burying that shit. Yeah, they did not want people to watch that. Which like, I, well, I think I think maybe when it first it, they, when it first came out, it was on uh, SNCC. Oh yeah. Well, maybe by the time that you were aware of it, they yeah, had buried yeah. it. Um, because <laughs> John K was being weird, weird, and shady. Oh boy, that guy's got to be a creep. <laughs> oh man, the, like yeah, I'm I'm amazed that that hasn't hit him so hard that he's just like, just like a little dark spot on the on the pavement. It looks like something he's drawn. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, Christmas. Uh, Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. <sighs> um. Like. Yeah, my dad would 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 record that for us, but but we certainly didn't have the the multimedia extravaganza. That I you... had I had I had you know when TiVo came out, I was like, yeah, I've, I've been there. I know <laughs> I what mean, that's like. Actually, that that is kind of sad because they had it like, like if if Izzy likes something, um. There will be no, like, some sort of Christmas special. There will be no way for me to guarantee that we will be able to find it the next day ever. <laughs> like, things go off of Netflix. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've been, I was just talking to the friend. There was a show, um, maybe like five years ago. Sometime in the last five years. It was called Motor City. It was an animated show that was on Disney XD. It's probably not, not even five years ago. It was less than that. And it was so fucking cool. It was a show that was set in a, like, future, like, their dystopian um, Detroit. And, that, well, there was, like, Neo Detroit or New Detroit. I can't remember what it was. Which was, like, the, you know, everybody wears the same color outfit. And there's lots of gleaming cubes. And right. the, the, you know, the CEO of... of uh, of of New Detroit or whatever is is a guy who looks like oh uh, what's this guy the guy who runs Virgin oh Richard Branson he looks like he's like a redheaded Richard Branson and his voice by Mark Hamill and it's fucking brilliant <laughs> oh my god and but then beneath it's like all of this this new Neo Detroit or oh god it was something else it was called something else I can't remember uh, I'll look it up in a second um and the, but then beneath is like old Detroit real Detroit which they now call Motor City uh, uh, where it's like you know everybody has their souped up cars because you know and and you know fights for freedom and there's there was all these great hints of like an outer of, of like extra world building of this weird futuristic America where there's you know gleaming white perfect cities but then also you know beneath yeah. our teens and and a really good animation and oh, cool music it was so good and it was like and it was on disney xd and like i like i was so into it and like everybody was so into it but it just it, it, it was only for one season and now you can only get it on itunes 
Really? Wait, like it's official on iTunes or? You can buy it on iTunes. Okay, okay. But it's not just like ripped. No. Like, okay. you, can, you can own it legally, but only on iTunes. <laughs> and that is frustrating. Detroit yeah. Deluxe. Detroit Deluxe. Detroit That's what... Deluxe. Yeah. God, it's so good. That does sound really good. So yeah, it's, it's Detroit Deluxe by by Kane Co. Abraham Kane, done by the voice of Mark Hamill, looking like a. There's just like there's just one one scene where you like, you know, it, it's like him sitting in a hot tub with like a bunch of martini glasses by his side. He's got like you know one earring and he's got that balding ponytail going on, just sunglasses, observing you know all of the the miscreants below. And I'm like, this is the best villain. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best possible villain you could do. That's that's very good. I, I hadn't heard of that at all. No, no, it was. Oh no, it was it was five years ago. Okay, it wasn't. It was in twenty twelve to twenty thirteen. It was very good. Twenty twelve, aka thirty years ago, yeah, more or less. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's just like. It is going to be a bummer when things go... Actually, so I didn't... A, a couple of weeks ago, um, or uh, like a month ago, uh, I had to take Izzy up to my my uh, sister's apartment, and there's like a long train thing, and I was like, I'm just going to get YouTube Red so I can download these baby sensory videos that she watches. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that that's why I haven't seen any ads on YouTube for the past like month. And so now, like, not just on the TV, but, like, when I'm at work or when I'm at home, like, watching stuff on YouTube, like, it's it's all gone. Um, and they just, and but, like, the day that I got it, I also, uh, like, I uh, canceled it because I was like, I only need this for today, and I'll just use it for the rest of the month. And then, like, but uh, it just went back, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> now I have to watch ads again. Like a normie. Yeah, they're not too horrible on no, YouTube. No, they're not. IMO. But like, I think they they are wretched on Hulu, which is why I have I have a friend who she's like I'm fine with the ad Hulu that I'm still paying for. Yeah, and I'm like, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're you go no ads, uh, it is difficult to go back. Um, well, like at four in the morning when I'm putting on, um, like too many monkeys jumping on the bed to calm my baby who wakes up furious mm-hmm. and can only be soothed by, uh, like calming videos of monkeys on beds. Um, then, then having the extra like five seconds of watching an ad, I'm like, no, oh, <laughs> no, no, I did. I was just watching right before we started. I, uh, Nicole Cliff was talking about Dick in a Box as uh, a, a truly romantic Christmas song, and I think I agree. Even though Justin Timberlake is a white devil, um, and that led me to watch a couple of other Lonely Island videos. And then there uh, there was an ad before one, and it was an unskippable ad, and it was an ad with one of the kids from Stranger Things in it, and I was like. Shouldn't he be better than this now? <laughs> Does he still need to? Well, I remember when Stranger Things came out, like, um, one of the kids was in, like, an Ego ad that was on YouTube a bunch. Maybe? 
This was a Fios ad. It was a. Uh, this is. I watched only three episodes. I could. This is the only character's name I remember. It was Dustin. Oh yeah. The curly-haired one. Um, you know what? It probably is. He never wants to have to work again in his life. <laughs> Good call, Dustin. <laughs> He's like, you know what? This is this actually is no. I know. Actually, you know what? I know what that kid. He's got some sort of, you know, he's got like a, a tooth facial issue thing. He's got some sort of, some sort of thing with his face. Um, he sounds so horrible. He but, did. His he, teeth have come in. Yeah, but he, I know he made a, he created a foundation for, oh. for kids who have that. Nice. And he was like, I was, you know, you know, I had this support and now I want to be able to support other kids. That's wonderful. Who have this. So, okay. Yeah. Do, do the extra work and you can give it to your foundation. Good job. Whatever yeah. your name is. Um, yeah. That's nice. It's good to see those kids. I don't, um, and of course you haven't seen Stranger Things, so. I've seen three episodes of the first season. And you were like, eh. I was like, eh, it's a lot of, it seems stressful. <laughs> a lot of teens involved here. <laughs> Don't care for that. I know that I know that one of the actors is named Finn Wolfhard, which is a very powerful name. Mm. Now, I would say that actor is the least Finn Wolfhard <laughs> of the actors. It's, it's like the... The, the small, skinny, the, the, he's the not the pale. S- he's not the smallest, palest boy, but he would be the second smallest, palest boy. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's fine. Um it's a television show. Yeah. Uh we started Maybe he'll grow up. Maybe he'll grow up to be Wolfhard. Yeah. God, yeah, if he gets ripped. Country country strong. Country strong Wolfhard. Wolfhard. <laughs> <laughs> um like uh we we've been watching Godless, the uh which is pretty good. Um like it it I like Western stuff, but it keeps cutting back to like evil Jeff Daniels like murdering people. Ew. And like at this point, like ooh, this 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 guy's like the damn Joker. <laughs> He's like charismatic and crazy. I like I hate it. <laughs> I hate that so much now. <laughs> <sighs> I should send you guys. I should buy buy you guys the the full the full DVD series of Due South is like fourteen dollars. Really? Uh, I should buy that for you, and then that can be your thing that you guys watch. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Wait, that's that's on something though, right? It's on YouTube. Oh no! Wait, now the first season is officially on YouTube. Okay, and, it is very funny that it's only the first season where they're like, if we could draw up some interest in this, yeah, we'll secure the remaining seasons. Because, you know, God bless Canada. They were like, we need to put all this, this CanCon online mm. for free. And That is very so, interesting. They were like, so now, it's so now our you can cultural watch, heritage. So now you can watch the first season of Due South or, uh, I believe it's Direction Sud. Hmm... Mm, continental flair which i watched a little bit of because i love watching shit in french yeah wait is this one of the things where like it's essentially the same show they just like shot for shot did it in french too or is it just up okay there's a uh there's a show that we were watching a little bit of that's set in wales 
um, that the BBC did where um, everybody who's on it speaks English and Welsh. So there's an English version of the show. And like after they shot every scene in Welsh or English, they then go back and do it again in the other language. (laughs) So it's like literally the exact same show. It's just in like enormously different languages. Wow. Like, it's kind of, I, I kind of just I, like I mean, the my idea. first thought is like, that does not seem very economical. <laughs> well, no, I think it, it, that's like the most economical way of doing it because you don't have to dub anything and you're probably just well, editing. No, like, like dubbing is way more economical. You have like a person in a booth as opposed to like. You already hey. have the cameras set up. Yeah, but you got to take extra time. I feel like. You got to pay for more crafty. Maybe. Oh, that was Welsh crafty. Who who even knows? It's all just that's true. Rare bit. I don't. I don't know. What here's Welsh a food. here's a turnip. <laughs> I'm sure you have wonderful food, Wales. I'm yeah. I'm 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 almost certain. Um, they have lovely accents. The Welsh. They do. Um, but because uh, I've been Welsh. watching, I've been watching a lot of of QI, the recent series of QI. Oh. I don't know what QI is. It's a sh- it's, it stands for quite interesting, and it's sort of a quiz show. And it's been on for now 15 years. Uh-huh. And it was originally hosted by Stephen Fry. Okay. And, and the, the premise was, you know, the, the points, it, the, it's less points are given for being right than for being interesting. Okay. And it's just sort of a very fun little, you know, quiz show. And there's, you know, if, if you say something that's just like dreadfully obvious, there's like a klaxon that goes off and you, you know, get points deducted. So a lot of times the points are like everybody is in the negative scores and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's a, a st- typical British panel show. With, yeah. You know, yeah. Four. And then Stephen Fry, but in the past few seasons, it was replaced. Stephen Fry has been replaced by um, a new presenter whose name is Sandy Toxvig, hmm. who is a adorable, small Danish American British lesbian, and hmm. I adore her to death. And she is like, I, I'm like, oh, I like you more than Stephen Fry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That sounds. I'll I'll ask my boss who puts on British who puts on BBC quiz shows while we're at work to to try that one. Yeah, and and there's there's the guy who's been sort of the it's a, it's a rotating panel of 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 three different British comedians or celebrities or like I watched one the other night I I seen it before but it was like the lead, the front man from Slipknot was on. Really? Yeah. Oh God, there was there was one. It was years and years ago, and John Hodgman wrote about it in his book. That they had him on and they put him in like an extra fifth seat and it was extremely awkward and he wrote about it as like they did the worst thing that they could do to you on a British panel show is that they let me win. Oh boy. <laughs> he was clearly very terrified and it's <laughs> to be a fry, but I thought you were talking about is it HQ? What's the app? The like trivia app? Everyone. This doing is an now? iPhone thing, so I don't really know what it is. I... But there's some trivia show where it's a live trivia thing, and it's called HQ. And there's a host that people like, and somebody tried to interview him, and then his <laughs> boss is freaked out. And they and were like, "We'll kill him." <laughs> we're gonna. It's like if he does, if he gives this interview, we'll kill him. <laughs> Do you want us to eat him? 
that's we'll send you his rib. I I will say it's kind of nice that we've reached the point in like the internet economy where people aren't pretending to be cooler or better than just like like uh, union carbine or something where uh where the fact that everybody's like a scared 26 year old who's like cocaine and egoed their way into a position of power like that's still there but even they worse don't, yeah they don't feel like they have to be like they a scared a scared 33 year old yes so like so now they're just being like we'll fire anybody if they speak to the press <laughs> Yeah, I had never really heard of it. It was one of those many things because I have an Android phone where I was like, I was like, this sounds interesting. Oh, well, I can't. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Time for me to forget it. But, but I hear people talk about it. And I like trivia. I'm sure it's fun. But uh, whatever. I I walked in uh, to uh, the production office at my at my work and uh, one of my coworkers was like doing it on his phone. So there was a man on his phone like giving trivia questions to him. Um, I mean, that's where you do it. And then, and I was like, this does not seem very compelling. Then I got back to my seat and on Twitter, people were like, I hate this, this replacement HQ host. It's like, oh, okay. Like, oh, so they did kill him. Yeah. He's dead now. (laughs) I'm, I'm gnawing his rib as we speak. It's so good. Going to use it for stock. (laughs) Bones. Um, Man, that's one, one thing I was very sad about not doing Thanksgiving this year is that I didn't get to make turkey stock. Um, because uh, and and I've related before multiple times my dream of living in the suburbs and making stock from everybody's turkeys and I yes think, and having and having neighborhood stock yes, yes. Yes, yes and I think the reason why that like that's very compelling to me but partly because I guess if I recall correctly Newman's own salad dressing got started because Paul Newman like went around his neighborhood giving out bottles of the salad dressing he's he'd made. And one of the people he gave it to was Martha Stewart. I didn't know that. Yeah. The like oral history of the, of Newman's own is like pretty That's, interesting. I always, Newman's own always seemed like such a very Californian brand and she's so very like, yeah, Cape Cod. I, think, I think it was in Martha's vineyard. Uh, I could see that makes sense. Um, do, uh, this is this is my my fun thing about uh, Newman's Own, um, which is uh, I it's it's like the the pasta sauce I buy, um, but my uh, my uh, sister in law who's Japanese um, calls uh, uh, the Newman's Own brand like Newman's Own pasta sauce. Uh, she calls it Ojichan sauce, which means grandpa sauce. Oh. <sighs> oh my, my heart. Because, you know, she's... That is extremely adorable. Oh Sorry, I always God. think of it as Ojichan sauce or Ojichan salsa or Ojichan lemonade. <laughs> uh, Ojichan sugarless Oji- Ojichan Oreo Oj- cookies. <laughs> Ojichan sauce. Uh, there's actually some, like, crazy, like, like long-term lawsuit battle between uh, Newman's hair, heirs. And like the the corporate people in charge of Newman's own uh, that has been going on for like a decade now. Oh, is it anything that if I knew about it would make me stop buying Newman's own? No, it's literally okay. like like what direction the company like like I think his daughter wants the company to go more in the direction of organics. 
Um, okay. And the the so it's it's boring things. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It is. It is like long term company direction stuff. It's not like gotta stop murdering people. <laughs> it's it's the, we're continue to be like a all of our profits oh, are donated yes, to yes. charity, like a charitable corporation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all of and all of their products have Paul Newman's handsome fucking face on them. Do I'm trying to remember. I feel like in a bunch of them Paul Newman is wearing different costumes. Yeah, like a, if you get the vodka sauce, he's wearing a the fuzzy hat. Okay. But it's not like a he's not like he's not wearing like offensive costumes, right? He might be wearing a sombrero mm. on the salsa. Okay, well that that's maybe okay. He probably I can see Paul Newman as owning a sombrero. Yeah, he, yeah, and go, like skiing in it. But you can you can see that that you can see that Paul Newman was like gifted a sombrero by a mayor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they took a picture of him and they put it on a salsa jar. Um, and... that was in back in the the hairpin, right? Remember that? Maybe not. Um, oh no, I do remember the hairpin. I don't. Remember it was it was Paul back Newman. in the like you know the. And Helen Peterson in her early days when she would write about the scandals of classic Hollywood, just basically talking about how Paul Newman was scandal free. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, he like he, loves he like his wife. He fell in love with his wife and mar- and was married to her, and they were in love for like fifty years, and just, that was it. Just a fun guy. <laughs> he was just a nice, incredibly handsome, really good guy. Uh, and boy, he was handsome. Oh boy. The good, whole time, good salad the dressing. whole time, and a tip, toe to tip, just good looking. <laughs> good salad dressing. Caesar, uh, the this Caesar dressing, he's all. Caesar dressing. He's got the little. He's got the. He's little, yeah. I think he's the like, crown of the little. Um, what's that called? Laurels. Laurels. Uh, this is this was the fun part of my old job when I worked at Fresh Direct. It's like sometimes we'd add new products, and I'd get to like look mm-hmm. through. Um, it's like, we're going to add a new salad dressing and I'd like go to a company website and be like looking through the product descriptions to add them, you know, instead of like, you know, into, you know, writing. Yeah, of course. You know, like somebody has already done that. Somebody's already done this. And we're going to be like here and we will, we will attribute it to their website. Mm-hmm. And that was always fun to see like what shit people would write to describe their products on yeah. their websites. And it was fun. It was like, it's like, Oh, Newman's own. I'm just like, go sit here and look at what the salad dressing descriptions are all day this is great <laughs> i love this i love this oh, i did that was like one of, my, one of my you know looking looking salad dressing descriptions that's what that was the best part of the my dream. old job <laughs> um, oh. mm, salad dressing i haven't owned a bottle of salad dressing in quite a while yeah it's well i like usually Kristen makes her own salad dressing when she mm-hmm. does a salad and I I have attempted to replicate it on the times when I've made a salad man can we just talk for a moment about how in the UK arugula is called rocket and for some fucking reason our stupid fucking country doesn't want to call it rocket well we could be having rocket thought. salads we could imagine being a five-year-old little, a beautiful little British boy, and oh hello, your your mama, mama. It's mama. What's for lunch? It's it's a rocket salad. Oh wow, that sounds fantastic! And then it's an arugula salad. Oh, <laughs> see, that's and that's that's Brexit. But <laughs> that's why Brexit. 
But what if instead the 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 first thing that this British child hears about is rocket salad, and then they find out about rockets that go to the moon? Because I feel like, like we talk, <laughs> I feel like we talk more about arugula than we talk about rockets these I mean, days. Me. Man, cool, definitely... blimey, they're going to send it to the moon with salad. <laughs> Maybe that would get him really excited about eating his salad. Or in a British space program. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Depends on how much you like salad. This, like, sorry, the, I'm just, I'm trying to work out what the, like, millennials these days, like, sad aphorism about, like, like, we're so busy looking at our phones. We've stopped looking at the moon thing would be that would involve arugula and rocket. I'm really brainstorming it. So I, well, I know like arugula is already seat. like the dog whistle East coast. Yeah. So, you know, liberal thing, Obama, Obama. Yeah. Oh God. Um, part of the reason, but imagine if it were rocket, that's true. <laughs> Obama just keeps eating his rocket salads. Rocket like he salads. thinks he's so much better than us. <laughs> just crunching rockets in his unbelievable teeth. His mighty jaws. <laughs> um, I was I was thinking about well well my inspiration for this this these muffins I'm going to make next the soprasada muffins is I got this uh, uh, this recipe from uh, the food in my beard which I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Which is for a pasta salad with it was with salami and arugula and tomatoes. Hmm. And I thought about putting arugula in the muffins as well, but decided it would be overkill and maybe not that good. I don't know how arugula would bake up. Yeah, it just didn't seem worth it. I mean, it would be pretty, I guess, would give it a little green color, but yeah. nah, it doesn't seem worth it. I'm just gonna put a little of the. Uh, and, and as I made this recipe with salami, I decided I liked soprasada better, so I would do some hot. Spicy soprasata mm. in there. I love cooking. I love it. Um, now I want these damn muffins. I guess I could come by and get muffins at some point. Yeah, I mean I have. There's like <laughs> six, six left, five or six left. Ooh, and again, talked so much about bathing in soup, but I just imagine being buried in buried in muffins. This I feel kind of more than the bathing in soup. Like just warm, not like too hot, but just laying there and letting muffins bounce. Because I feel like for being buried in muffins, I could still be wearing clothes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, probably. Because I feel like the thing about bathing in soup, I was kind of with you. Like I could get it, but at the same time, I didn't like the idea of... Because soup tends to have like a fatty element. There tends to be like an oiliness to it. I didn't really want to be lying in an oily liquid. Yeah, that's true. Also, and also you, due to the nature of my genitalia, I feel like it would have gone bad. True. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, it's also that if if you were in soup in some sort of bathtub, I would want there to be some sort of external heating element because if that soup gets cold. The whole situation my, is just going to get very bad, very quickly. I'm going to be I'm going to be at my dad's house in less than less than uh, two weeks. And does he have a jacuzzi tub? No, he has heated bathtub. What? 
The bathtub has a heated back. I mean, that's the, that's the most obvious. Like, it blows my mind that we haven't done that before. Or I guess we have, and he has it, but. Only and the, like, I went, I went, I, went, nice like, I took a, I took now. a, yeah, I mean, we all never retire, but this is why I like, I'm really enjoying whenever I go to visit my dad and get to enjoy it. It's like, ha ha, this is what it's like to be able to retire. Is you get a lanai and you can have all <laughs> 14 of your, uh, how many of us are there? Three, uh, five. <laughs> get a lanai. Five, five kids, two step, two in-law kid, two, two wives, and then two grandchildren. Um, welcome to retirement. Here's your lanai. <laughs> They have a TV out on the lanai, and they have, like, a special oh, fire pit with, like, I love it. And then, and then I got to, like, well, this was, this was you know, exciting, because the last time I went, uh, I went to my dad's for Christmas. It was literally, uh, t- like, two days after it had uh, a nervous breakdown and had been put on leave from work. Yeah. And this time, like, my brother was like, oh, yeah, we were talking. He was like, oh, yeah, it's great. I was like, yeah, this time I'm, you know, I'm doing great. <laughs> We're gonna have to. It's 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 still gonna be too loud in that house. But yeah. Because my dad has a sub. My dad, he's a like. I don't. This is very much a sweeping dad thing that he's very into his AV technology. Mm. He's got a big TV, and it has a big ass speaker system, and it has a subwoofer. And whenever I like when uh, and I I was able to pinpoint last year is like this is what causes me the anxiety is the subwoofer it goes and i'm like and and i I was talking to my brother is like the first thing i'm gonna ask is like can we turn off the subwoofer because when when there are also when there are like 11 or 12 (laughs) humans humans talking including my you know my my stepbrother nate who is just loud and then behind everything is just it's like for christmas time it's not necessary to have the subwoofer so that's probably going to be my first request is let's turn off the subwoofer it's not necessary yeah and my brother was saying it's probably because they're old people and are losing their hearing but in my opinion because i am losing my hearing i think the that wouldn't help the base base does not help in you know yes Um, like, actually, my, my, um, my in-laws actually had somebody specifically come in and set up their, cause they, they got like a nice TV and like a sound bar and everything. And they were watching, they were like, we can't hear any of the actual dialogue. Um, and part of that is they're getting older. And then part of that is just like, um, bass, you can't hear dialogue when you have bass yeah, Everything's mixed very bassy now. Um, and so they had somebody come in and like remix their like audio stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, I, do you watch things with subtitles on? I do not. And we, we mentioned this before. We have talked about this before. I'm sure. Yeah. Especially because you, you guys watch a lot of British programming. Yes. And I, I mean, and since, since I have been watching a lot of like YouTube stuff a lot, that's hit or miss with subtitles. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, I, well, some of the older Townsends does have subtitles. Mm. I'm like, oh, wonderful! And uh, but I, I, it started. Uh, you know, it was back when my mother was still alive because she was 
losing her hearing. So she had subtitles on for everything. And then, um, cause my, uh, brother's wife, uh, is Japanese. She was learning English. It helped her to have yeah. the subtitles on. And now like everybody I know is like, no, we just have subtitles on. And when I actually went to visit somebody who was like, not a subtitles on household, I was like, Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> struggle. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. We've just never done that. And like, I think it's because Kristen does not like things with subtitles. Yeah. Like she feels like if she wanted to read, she would be in school. Oh. Um, she just doesn't. And like, I'm being facetious, but like, she just doesn't want to read. Uh, you can tell she... she's not at home, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, normally I'd say no. that, that while she was nearby and then she'd like, and then she would laugh and throw something at you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but That's, uh, I could tell that was like a quote. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, and in like, and generally that's why we haven't done it. Also our old, <laughs> so we used to watch Netflix on our Blu-ray player. Um, but it would not turn on subtitles. So mm. we'd be watching things like we were watching daredevil and I was like, wow, it's really surprising that they've left in all of these sequences of people just speaking Japanese to each other with no subtitles. Yeah. And then <laughs> later we realized that was not like an artsy decision. Our like, our thing just did not show us subtitles. Oh. I did have, there was once upon a time, uh, back in when I was in college where I bought a VHS of Bram Stoker's Dracula. And on my VHS, it didn't have any of the like Romanian subtitled. Really? They were just like, deal with it folks. I don't, you know what? It made it, um, it made that terrible. It kind of gave something to that terrible movie. Like the bit when like, you know, he Dracula comes in and Keanu's been, nibbled on by all of his wives yeah, and he's just like yeah. is yelling in Romanian and you don't know what happens. And <laughs> just... it's like, I'm like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's I love it. I love it. I'm sure I'm sure Francis for Coppola probably actually would have wanted that and they yeah, twisted his arm yeah, to give exactly. him. <sighs> uh, uh, what a good movie. What a good movie. Alright. It's it's that time when I ask you mm. to wait for a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I put in a slide whistle. Okay. Because I cannot get through a nightcap. I, I used to, I don't know what it was. Back when we did the, did it during the day, I could make it a whole hour and a half without needing to pee. But Wow. Uh, it's now I've got a whole day's worth of liquid Built put in up. me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'll be back. Hang Go on. for it. <laughs> All right, my feeble... Female bladder has been dealt with. <laughs> female, female bladder. <laughs> I was just watching a, a Townsend's. We we have to talk by name about yes, the, yes, because we did actually meet in person. Yes, yes, just we did. a few days ago and had a, had a we had a uh, a meet a meet cast. Yes, in, in <laughs> which is what we call it when we talk with our human mouths. In real life and not being recorded. Yes, yes. We talk about the the 18th century cooking YouTube channel I like called Townsend's. Yes, which is delightful, but I haven't watched a ton of it. But there was one where they they had like, just like a little series that are sort of like intro things where it had people who are, do what they apparently call first person, where they portray a character. 
And it was a woman who was like talking. I was like, oh, no, no, I never. You know, her, her name was, you know, she was Mrs. Baker. And she was like, oh, no, no, I never I never went to schooling after 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 a certain point after, you know, I knew enough to read the Bible because, you know, women's brains are smaller. And, you know, the men, the men need that greater brain. And, you know, and then it went later to the, the next, you know, bit of the video was talking with the actual woman who portrayed this, this character and, and was talking about how when, uh, you know, she said that sort of thing and, you know, there were little girls and their mothers, they would be like, the little girls would be just like so fired up. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, was that true? Did that really happen? What? Is that possible? <laughs> They're so mad. They're so mad. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um. There was, uh, there were so many things like that. Uh, uh, well, I did, did. Did I tell you about the mistake I made recently? No. I did tweet about it. Is that I got confused at the CVS. Oh wait. I was. You bought the. I was confused by. We may have well, there was about kind of person. a bait and switch situation. It's a bait and switch situation. I was very confused and then too polite to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. In that, I accidentally bought eighteen rolls of one ply toilet paper. Yeah. It was because at the CVS, I was buying like maybe six six rolls of like my oh, my preferred normal. brand preferred brand Charmin Extra Strong. I I sometimes go to a Cottonelle. I sometimes dabble with Cottonelle, but in the end, I always go back to the Charmin Extra Strong. Yes, yes. Uh, and I had a I had one earbud in in because I was and I you know one earbud. I, earbud I did, you're a human. Normally, nobody has a big conversation with me yes, when yes. I'm in the checkout. Yeah. And this was a, and I was like, it's fine. I'll leave one earbud in. This is yeah. the one time I was like, normally I'm like, I'll take it all out just in case because yeah. I want to be respectful. No, the one time it's like, and then I heard, and then the clerk was like, oh, we have, we have this in a, in a, tw- a twelve roll or an eighteen roll for the same price. And I was like, uh, okay, those are yes. more rolls. Those are more rolls. That sounds great. I didn't see that. And then he he took away my Charmin and came back with Scott. Low and fucking. You, you might as well just go to a train station with the the loathed Scott toilet paper. Oh, the one ply. The one ply. The one ply. And and I feel like it was an important personal decision for me that I did not just then decide because I look. I was like, well, I have this eighteen eighteen rolls of horror yes. industrial. Even if it said extra soft, no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. How could it be with its, its not one ply? One ply. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I believe in budgets and being, and you know, you know, you don't have to buy, you know, buy the store brand for this, buy the, you know, whatever. But toilet paper, that's something I believe that you deserve to buy the nice stuff. Try stealing it from your work. <laughs> I have thought about it because my <laughs> no. work stocks cut now. Mm. Well, previ- previously at my at you know when I worked at jobs that were it was like the big industrial roll. Yeah, you know, like twelve inches thick. You know, yeah. that shit's one ply, and that's yeah, that's not great. But, that's why people uh, who poop. That's why people who poop at work are the real heroes. Well, this is. I think. I think this whole thing. We we're. We were talking about how much we like. We were still gasping over that ask a manager thing, 
Where uh, some... to, to give to give some backstory, there was yes. Ask Avenger is not a thing I read, but we follow Nicole Cliff on Twitter, and she tweets about Ask a Manager. Yes. And there was one about how somebody uh, was working in a place where somebody kept was like just being a bathroom monitor, being like obsessively trying to figure out who was pooping in the bathroom, which is the place where you should poop. Which, and I guess it's it's that it's weird that, to me that that there are workplaces where that is a like where people get mad that somebody is pooping at work and that that is normalized to the point where somebody wrote in to ask a manager being like, I'm the person who poops at work. What do I do? I think it was the person was like, I have a medical condition where I have to poop, you know? And well, the medical, the medical condition where I have to poop is being alive, Yes. but where you, you know, have to, you know, you can't hold it for eight hours or whatever. Reasonable. Like, I mean, Depending on the on the motility of your bowels, yes, yes. yes. Um, I'm also just personally incensed because um, because I love going to the bathroom at work because I'm not working, You're getting paid. I'm just hanging out, <laughs> sitting down, taking a load oh. off. And the, uh, the bathrooms at my new job. Oh, there in my in my new job. There's there's now one stall. It's like a one room bathroom. Mm-hmm. And there's there's two floors and there's one on each floor, and I, I my seat is next to the bathroom that's on the on the uh, lower floor. Yes. And uh, sometimes there's somebody I have not quite determined. It's it's somebody who I don't know by name or we have not worked together, who will go in, and they clearly need to poop. Mm-hmm. And they run the faucet the whole time. Ooh. In the in the Japanese style, no, that is that's not the Japanese style. Well, no, there there are those. <laughs> the Japanese styles, you have a little witch box that makes the noise. Yes, you don't actually waste water well, for okay. ten minutes while you're trying to have an a movement. Maybe, maybe you sh- is it actually called a witch box? No, it's called a oh god, what's it called? What's it, what's it called? Um, it definitely found. A subscription box company. Which box is pretty good, though. <sighs> the world's first subscription service for witches. Um, I mean, this actually makes a lot of sense. Every six weeks, you'll receive a witch's box full of seasonal treasures and tools to empower your craft for all eight Sabbaths. Like, uh, I... they're not wrong. Otohime. Oh, okay, that's what... Uh... Which means sound princess, which I googled Japanese box that quiets pee... And I did see, and and I didn't even get the word, the actual Japanese word. I just speak Japanese. Yes. But uh, the the Japanese sound princess, it's is, or it's 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 just allegedly a box that you, it's a thing that you press when you're in the stall, and it makes a noise. It's like a white noise machine. It plays the water or the sound of, as as opposed to like having to continuously flush the toilet or to run the sink and waste a bunch of water. And I'm just there. Trying to do my work and just being conscious of, like, you have been running the sink for ten minutes. I, that is bad. You know what would be a boss move? Is if you went to the bathroom, you shut the door, you dropped trow, and you sat down, and you just went, Figaro, 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 Figaro. You just did, like, like a full opera aria, just 
at the top I of just your did, lungs. I just did Nicki Minaj's verse from Monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and then I... you finished, flushed the toilet, washed your hands, walked out, and all of your coworkers gave you a round of applause. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, now that I... It's been a while since I've had to be in the multi-stall mm-hmm. bathroom situation, which is a different game. Yeah. And I always... I want to be... I want to be the person who can just be cool about it. Yes, definitely. But I can't. <laughs> yeah. I want to just be able to just blast ass, not care. <laughs> but no, I have been the person who's like, God, please stop doing your makeup. Please stop doing your hair. Please stop doing your please makeup. Leave. I need to, please leave. I need to poop so bad. I like the idea of walking and just being like, everybody out. <laughs> It's a fire alarm. <laughs> Clear out! See, I would be more comfortable doing that than, like, if I if I just, like, rolled in and announced, poop time! <laughs> just every time you go to the bathroom, you just pull a fire alarm on your way there. <laughs> Guys, gotta get out of here. Um, but... Uh, I I I love yeah pooping at work is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're getting paid. It's yeah. the only time. It's uh, for most people the only time you're getting paid to poop. That is true. Um. <laughs> I mean, unless you you know you might be in some situation where you have to like log your bathroom breaks and you're not. Oh, oh god. Ugh. That's oh boy. Think like. That's that's the thing is that whenever I'm like oh like my job I'm like oh man there's there's lots of jobs that are way worse than this. You do your job is not it it makes you work too much. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say that you have to work too long. Yes, but they do bring you like crepes and stuff. Yeah, we had little meringue cakes for snack yeah. today. <laughs> Yeah, you have a for snack. Um, I had this realization the other day that, like, like I was eating lunch at work, and then I was eating snack, but snack would be, like, tacos. So I was essentially having another meal before coming home and then having fourth meal, which was <laughs> normal dinner. Um, and I was and like... Yet, and, yet, and yet you're so spelt. Well... Nah, I've I've gained some weight recently. Uh, you still you still wear a size medium, which is why I want yes, you to tell. We, we need to talk about <gasps> oh, our Christmas present. Oh boy, um, it, Whitney got me a Caprese Boy T-shirt from the show Neo Yokyo, which I did not realize. You told you're like, yeah, we're the only people who like this, and I was like, what? <laughs> And when I when I tweeted that, more people have been like, "No, I loved that." Yeah, but it did we, not we... get the like the standard Netflix show. It it like most when you Google Neo Yokio, you mostly get reviews of people talking about how much they didn't like it. But <laughs> I just uh, Paul, former guest, friend of the show, who is now my neighbor, he lives in the neighborhood, uh, brought over brought over breakfast like a like a wonderful fella on the weekend. Aww. He was like, I. Saturday was like, I'm going to go to the coffee shop that's on your corner. Do you want anything? And we'll hang out and eat breakfast. And we hung out and ate breakfast. And I love that. just ended up just 
it was an absolutely wonderful way to start the day. It was, thank you, Paul. You're a, a great man. And it would just it just did, it ended up with us just yelling about how much we loved Neo Yokio. <laughs> I'm I'm very very happy to have uh, a Caprese Boy T-shirt and just really confuse people. And it's a good design. It looks it's, really it, good. Yeah, it looks very good. <laughs> like it's it's like there's something about the design that's like almost a little off. Like it doesn't. Yes. It it yeah. It looks like something that's from an anime. Yeah, yeah. Like the kerning is kind of weird. Yeah. Um. But. It's it, it and you looked good in it. Thank you. And yeah, I was I, wearing I, I was wearing my shrimp heaven now shirt. Yeah, we were like a table of extremely online people getting huge beers. And what Mark got for me is much more sincere in that he knit oh. me a scarf. No, it's um, it, I'm I'm glad that it turned out well. And it's so warm. I've worn it out a couple times now. And it's so warm. It's so soft. And it smells good. And it's so... Oof, so soft. Yeah. And it's a, beautiful, it's a beautiful sort of brick red color. And it looks very good. With, I, have a, I have a gray wool coat. And a, and a, uh, a gray... Uh, very, I have a very Irish cap that I yeah, wear. Yeah, you have like a driving cap. I have a driving cap that I wear. Yeah. I it would say looks- it's, it's, it's my hat that gets me called Sir a lot. <laughs> If people can't see the lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> people, sir, um, sir. Oh, man. But it, yeah, we had, we had a fun time. Had a lot of sausages. We had a lot of sausages and we drank. You, I had a, uh, it was called a Berlin mule, which was. That was incredible. It was really good. If it had not been 430 in the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, would have fucked up a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. Instead, I went home and took a nap. Mm. What what was in that one again? It was Jägermeister, house-made ginger puree, and lemon juice. It was really, really good. It was really good. Um, and you had distilled beer. I had Aventinas distilled beer, um, which was fine. It tasted like the like. It t- it tasted like like Jennifer or it, like like a liqueur. It tasted like a distilled. Be- yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, it tasted distilled, yeah, more or less. <laughs> it wasn't harsh to drink or anything. No, it was no. just like, but yeah. um, and of course we had beers, which was yes. wonderful. I had my boot. Uh-huh. Every time we go, they're like, "Oh, you know, we have to keep a, a credit card for this," and it's like, and I'm like, we've but... done this before. <laughs> this is my this is my eighth time here. I I feel like, what if you brought your own boot? What but it wasn't like, made. Of, it wasn't made of glass, though. <laughs> what if you brought a fake leg, <laughs> or like a gilded, like like what what a Catholic church would keep a saint's foot in? See, the thing is about Black Forest, which is the the beer boot place that we talk about. That's just I fucking love that place. It is now my like default when I have people who live yes. in in the outer boroughs. It's like, do you want to meet somewhere? For like brunch or yeah. whatever, let's go here because it's so good. The food is good. They have a lot of good drinks, and it's like spacious and mm-hmm. nice. It's not incredibly loud. No, <laughs> it's just a little pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Um. 
God, I, I lost I lost track of what I was going to say. Oh shit! <laughs> it's your place now. It's my place now, and it's, it's when you know they. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh well. Damn it! I'm sorry. Nope, it's going to happen. It's just such a fun place. Yeah, it is really fun, and like there's changing tables, which was always. Uh, it was always like a big draw for me. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Oh right. I was gonna say. I've never been there at night, really. Yeah. It. it so I don't know if it gets like like rowdy at night. It does not, in my experience. Um, but I don't think I've ever been there after like eight or nine. Because because the reason that they take your card when you get the boot is that they want like security if you break it yeah, or if you're going to steal it. Yeah. And even, and most of the times, honestly, more times than not when I've gotten the boot, they don't take my card. Oh, is it just when I'm there? Cause they think you're going to throw the boot at me. Yeah. God, if you got hit by that boot, you might die. You would, you would, there would definitely be some bleeding. <laughs> yeah. It would be like the, um, like the pardon ghost where the guy gets cut in half. Does that happen? Does that happen in ghost? Doesn't it happen in ghost where like the, the shitty guy, the bad guy. Oh, when the demons come and eat him. Yeah. But like before they come and eat him, like he gets like, does he get cut in half? He gets impaled on like a, like a shard of glass, like a broken window. I thought the window like sliced him. Oh wait, wait, no. This is sorry. This is the. I just pulled up. I searched ghost movie cut in half, best horror kills, ghost ship opening scene from YouTube. Um, I guess the opening scene of Ghost Ship has uh quite an incredible murder scene. Yeah, but I do. I do. I've only seen the movie Ghost. Once, and I believe I was eight. I I think I was probably about the same age, because I saw it in the hospital when my grandfather was passing away. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I did just search Ghost on Wikipedia to try to find out what year that movie came out. 90? 1990? Yeah, 1990. I was eight. Eight. It adds up. Um... I, do you mind if I pause really quick? Uh, I'm just getting a phone call. Uh, go right ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. Uh, this this will be uh, a new two uh, slide whistle Kobe. episode. Kobe, come on. Kobe. Actually, I am going to go grab my dog. <laughs> one one <laughs> second. I'll be right back. Okay. I, uh, well, while you were on mute, I was talking to Kristen. I was like, yeah, baby's been sleeping fine. No problem. And then Kobe starts barking at somebody right outside the baby's, like, oh. like by the, the front door, which is just a short way from Izzy's room. And I was like, oh my God, no. <laughs> no, come, come, dog, child. Yeah. Come over here. <sighs> She's just sitting here looking at me sad. 
I think, I mean, my dog just has a sad face. She does have a sad face. But I just interpret that. Speaking of pets, does Emma shed? Yeah. Could I get some of that hair from you? I will, well, when I brush her, I basically get enough hair to make another cat. So if you want me, if you want to use this for craft purposes. Not for craft purposes. Um, We, there has been construction next door, which means that there is a mouse that has been emerging into our pantry. And I want to shove a wad of cat hair back there to trick the mouse into thinking. All right. Well, next time I brush Emma, I will take the massive amount of hair that comes off of her and I will put it in a plastic bag and I will write on the bag, I swear this isn't insane. (laughs) (laughs) A friend asked me to do this. His name is Mark B. Popham. Please do not be alarmed. (laughs) That is very good. Thank you. Because I do, I do brush her occasionally, and when I brush yes. her, it's just like massive. Oh yeah, when we brush that. Kobe, it's how do they do? Like, think how much energy pets must expend on growing hair. Well, that's why she has to sleep all the time. That's true. They like. Oh, Emma, thank let's you. See. Hang on, let's see if I can get a comment from her. Oh. Very yes. cute. Yes. Um, so uh, we 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 uh, we got to talk about the Orville. Oh man, I completely forgot. I completely forgot that you. I have I have to talk about the Orville on this podcast, or else I will have watched the Orville for nothing. Invi- for not. <laughs> for no. I. Oh. The thing is, I don't know why I decided to watch it. I mean, I was drunk. Yes, okay. <laughs> you were drinking d- and you were driving. And I don't, but I don't know what kicked me over into, hey, let's watch the Orville, which is... Was it my fault? No. Because I There was nothing... Orville. Ha- nothing had happened on the internet that night. I don't know. There was no trigger. I think it just, like, there was some... Some, like, lock deep in my brain. Some, like... Like wax lock had been melted away, and it opened wax is up. bad for lock. That's not a thing. <laughs> it's it's a poetic image, and when that it happened, is. you decided to watch. I watched two episodes of the Orville. How that? And the Orville is for those who don't know. It's it's a Seth MacFarlane who made Family Guy. It's his Star Trek The Next Generation fanfic. Yes. Like, like literally. It is his self-insert fanfiction that he's spent... Did you become unplugged in some way? Oh. I don't think so. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, you're a little, you're a little busted up, but... Uh, how about might now? just be the... It might just... It, oh, yeah, you're better. Okay. Might just might just be Seth. It must be Seth MacFarlane <laughs> trying to stop the us from ghost. talking. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, how is like like it is literally a passion project that he made because he wanted to be in Star Trek. And like the thing about it is, 
a lot of times it's almost it like it made me furious. Yes. Because I kept almost liking it. I would start to like it and then it would be Seth MacFarlane. Mm-hmm. And then I would be furious because I hated it. It would be like it would be like twenty unbroken minutes of like this is like really it's like these are good like Star Trek and the Next Generation plots. Mm-hmm. They're like they're they're hitting all the points. They're like doing it. This is great. And of, like then, it, and then it's like somebody calls somebody a bitch. Yeah, he complains or, about his ex wife. Complains about his ex wife. Somebody makes it like all of the cultural references are from the. 20th 21st century it's like door explorer joke somebody makes a joke about compton oh yeah like like there's some like like weird racism jokes <laughs> the compton joke um see this is mark has not seen it but what has mark done i've listened to a podcast about it um yeah it is very like uh, well, from from again, I haven't seen it. From, from what I understand, like the the funny thing is, is that given that they're letting Quentin Tarantino make a Star Trek movie, I feel this is not confirmed. Oh, okay, but like, there's a possibility that he, if he asked, they might have given him a license. <laughs> like they could have actually been like, yeah, maybe a like a Guardians of the Galaxy humorous take on Star Trek is just what this brand needs. Boy, that would have been so much worse <laughs> yeah. than the Orville. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> um But yeah, I like what a like Seth MacFarlane just kind of blows my mind. Like Yeah. And it's it's because of the big band thing and it it feels like everything it it feels like he does all this stuff like he makes a cowboy movie and but it feels like everything is in aid of this big long-term plan to be the world's most acknowledged big band jazz singer and like he could probably just do that now you could stop doing your other monstrosities, and Seth. Just focus on big band jazz singing. What if we let him get... win a Grammy? You know, fair. Yeah, do you think... You know what, he, honestly, he might already have a Grammy. I'm just going to check. What if, what if we... What if Seth MacFarlane is already on his way to an EGOT? Oh my god. We wouldn't... Let's find out. The idea that we wouldn't know until one day he, like, announces it. And it's like, oh no. List of awards and nominations. He has won Annie, Critics' Choice. He has been nominated for two Grammys this year for the 2018 Grammys. For what? Best traditional pop vocal album in full swing. <laughs> we okay. I also like the, the fact that it turns out that Southern Cartland's been releasing, like, like I guess yeah. yeah. He must be putting out these albums like every year. He won a best MTV Movie Award, best on screen duo with Mark Wahlberg for Ted. 
People's Choice Awards, couple couple Emmys. Oh my god! Bunch of Teen Choices. Oh, the fucked up thing is that one year he'll get a Tony. Like he'll just pick a weak year to release, like Stewie the Musical. Has he hosted the Tonys? Control F Tony. No, but it's gonna happen. Maybe he doesn't know about the Tonys yet. Seth MacFarlane knows about the Tonys. <laughs> but the thing, the thing I hated most about the Orville is for several minutes at the time, I would not hate Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. It would win me over. And then just as quickly <laughs> make me on the rocks. loathe it. And the thing that I hate is I still like have an itch to watch some more because it oh, almost boy it's in it you al- now it almost like it almost got me there you know is it, <sighs> is it just because you want a star trek to watch because there's a new star trek i don't want that star trek i want star trek the next generation that's true i don't want swear star trek where they say the f word and stuff <laughs> so instead i've got swear star trek where they say bitch and i don't win i should just rewatch <laughs> next generation you just rewatch next generation yeah <laughs> i'm sure my dad loves the orville wait oh here's the what wait well hold on remember when i suggested that your dad might watch the orville and you were aghast because i did not understand because they hadn't laid its eggs in your brain yet I hadn't seen it, and now I understand that it does. It scratches that itch to a certain degree. It doesn't scratch it enough, though. <laughs> it scratches the itch, and then just like pour salt on the itch, I and just like rubs hot peppers on it. If you watched like the full season of it, by the end you'd be so like, like you'd be, like you'd be completely furious at it. I mean, Mark, I don't know. I'm a pretty heavy drinker. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. <laughs> it already has happened. No, I have better things to do with my life. Okay, good. Maybe. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> the Orville. Like, uh, we, it's just... Um, go ahead. Yeah, you. I I really would would advise you to listen to the podcast, which is called the Orville will be canceled. Will be canceled, which they which they named it like not realizing that no, it got another season. It's it's actually doing pretty well in the ratings. It's like I just kept feel, feeling myself like okay. I, I like now. I want I want somebody else to have watched it so who will fully. I, I do need to listen to this podcast so I can hear somebody who just understands what I went through. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think that that is like you need somebody else to share this with. I won't I won't fault you for listening to this due to I'm I'm listening to Wasgly Good, which is I would say my new favorite podcast. It's very good, yeah. And I, I've been listening to season season two of Wesley Good, and I have not seen season two of Glee, but I still love season two of Wesley Good. Yes. And the answer to Wesley Good is very rarely yes. Yeah. But mostly no. No. They 
made some mistakes, let's say. Boy. Yeah. I mean, I guess the thing that amazes me about Glee is that they were allowed to make those mistakes. (laughs) What amazes me about Glee is the fact that I watched the first season of it and then made the decision, okay, I think I've had enough. And then continue, and then did not continue to watch it for the, its next six seasons. But I, I was how like, was it on for seven seasons? Or I don't know how many it was on, but oh, okay, um, five or six. But yeah, the the fact that I was wise enough in two thousand nine, I know eight? who I am. <laughs> and I was like, I don't need any more of this. Because yeah, that I the the first half of the first season gold solid great. Second half of the first season woof what yikes huh yeah, and and then that I at that time expressed the judgment to go, I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. We um Kristen's roommate was a big Darren Chris fan, so once I never even saw any of the Darren Chris episodes. Yeah. We watched like up until like those, which and then I think it was kind of like. Um. Anyway. Oh God. Uh, well, now that I now that I listen to Wesley Good, I'll just like they'll mention the good uh, musical numbers to watch, and then I'll pull those up on YouTube and watch those. Do you know what blows my mind? What my freshman? Oh wait, no, it wasn't. It was like my sophomore year of college when I had just moved to Montreal. Um. I remember I went to see a series premiere at a friend's house of a little show called Grey's Anatomy. That show's still on, isn't it? It's still on. (laughs) It's been on from 2005 until now. Yeah, you want to know what's wild? What? Supernatural is still on. You know, Supernatural feels like that thing about time machines where the time machine can only go back. The earliest moment the time machine can go back to is when the time machine was created. <laughs> yeah. Um, that makes complete sense to me. Yes. Like, I feel like we should be able to use use uh, Supernatural to travel back in time and warn ourselves. <sighs> Supernatural. Oh man. I know it's I know it's been renewed through season fourteen. That is that is also another like thing where I've watched so much supernatural and in retrospect it's like I can't believe that I want like I I barely remember supernatural. The reason I followed you is because you made a supernatural joke. Oh, because you talked about them. Which which one is click and which one is clack? And I thought that was funny. <laughs> Can you guess how many seasons of Smallville there were? Oh no, I can't. You want to try? Fifteen. Ten. Okay. Which everybody can agree by that point should absolutely be Superman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't rem- I don't recall anything in the Superman story where he moved to uh to Gotham? What 
What's Metropolis? Metropolis. <laughs> and then there's just five years of him, like, getting an apartment. <laughs> I, I tried to watch Smallville. I watched, like, I, I, I got the first DVD from Netflix. What? Remember when that happened? Oh Remember God. that being a sentence that made sense? Jesus premiered on October 16th, 2001. Smallville is pre 9-11. What? I mean, immediately post. October. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> no, no. I was literally like, what came first? What came first? That was me uh, mishearing. Oh, no. October, October for August. That was yeah. my. But like. That is, um, that is bonkers to me. Uh, a lot of good fanfic came from Smallville, That's I'm true. told. I mean, you know what I feel like it is? It's that I have very distinct generations of television in my mind, and when shows cross those generations, it's very confusing to me. Um, like the final season of Friends, which was in 2004 like the idea that again i like the idea that there were episode there were three seasons of friends after 9-11 is like mind-boggling to me and then there was joey exclamation point and we were we are living in in the 13th season of supernatural We're in it. With its 11th season, Supernatural became the longest-running American live-action fantasy TV series. What's the... What's the, just the longest-running... Well, I guess any soap opera. Or like Bonanza or something. Yeah, Who gives yeah. a shit? <laughs> when bring, bring back Bonanza, assholes! Make it Actually, gay! Actually, we're in the Idiots. 97th season of Bonanza. Why is there not new bonanza? New gay bonanza. New gay bonanza, and it's all about the Native Americans. Yeah. Why am I not rich immediately after saying that yeah. sentence? <laughs> Somebody, like, at that moment, a dour man in a suit should have knocked on your door and just handed you a wad of money. Hang on, I gotta take my... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I have to go get the door. I have to go get this money. <laughs> Ching. Oh, I heard my knuckles knocking on the table. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so delicate. <laughs> anyway, don't watch the Orville. Don't watch Glee. Don't watch Supernatural. I can't say. Hey. Watch it maybe if that's your thing. Hey. Watch maybe some. I can't imagine watching all of it. I can't imagine starting a show and being like 14 more, <laughs> 14 seasons of this to go. Um, I mean, I am nearing the end of season six out of 11 of Frasier. I guess that would but be a good show to keep in your different. like bunker. You're I mean, like, and I'm waiting for the point when Frasier starts to get bad. Yeah. And I know it will. Mm. It, Nothing gets to season eleven that is yeah, still good. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, I'm just thinking about the, that thing about how the last season. So of the Simpsons, about you is they're divorced yeah. and like fighting over the custody of their child. 
I did throw out the controversial opinion that season 11 of The Simpsons still good. Oh boy, I like I have not made a meticulous study of the I have. of the texts. I am willing to defend up to 13. Okay. Um I feel like But also that's... I'm not interested in interested in it until season 5. So. Ah. Interesting. Um I need to watch all of the Simpsons again. And if it, only I, there like were a... like a place this is it. You can't you gotta like where do you do that? Is it Hulu.com? No. Oh, you have really? to like have a cable subscription to FX and then you can oh, go on to FX.com and disgusting. Yeah. It's gonna get worse. Terrible. <laughs> uh net neutrality. <laughs> Uh, please call the FCC if you're listening. <laughs> call to your this. call your senators. Call your everybody about net neutrality, or, or or else this podcast will become extremely illegal. <laughs> Available only on the dark web. Yep. Uh, dial in, Shummers. Hack in. Glean the cube. Hack the Gibson. Cube two, hypercube. I I only saw cube one. I think I did see Cube 2 Hypercube. I, I did watch... like the idea of a cube-based movie. I did see Cube because I watched it specifically because it had a boy from Stargate Atlantis that I liked. Ooh. And I was recently talking with Paul is that he, he watched Stargate Atlantis. He, he, he came in, he watched like some later seasons of Stargate Atlantis. And he was like, okay, I know that this is a big slash fandom. So I think I've got it figured out. It's clearly the, like, you know, kind of laconic, smarmy fighter pilot guy, and then Jason Momoa. Clearly, this is who the big pairing is. And he was completely wrong. (laughs) Because it is the laconic, smarmy pilot guy and the slightly chubby Canadian nerd. Mm, A rare miss. (laughs) I'm like I can and I was like he was like we were talking about over breakfast I believe it was the it's like I was like I see where you're coming from but the fact it's like you don't understand quite enough you have much more to learn my son about the way that slash fandoms work (laughs) very good (laughs) um well my wife just got home so I should oh, probably debrief her. This podcast. <laughs> my my secret podcast. <laughs> I'm in the bunker right now. But thank you so much. This is, this is very good. I love you so much. This is fun, and, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to do maybe one, one more. more of the yeah, one more of these yeah, at definitely. the end of the year. Yeah, nice. we'll, we'll, we'll try to sneak one in. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Still proceeding, guide us to the
life.